You are listening to the Process for Profit podcast. We are here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're going to give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're going to hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. Hey there. So what do you do when your strategy needs to pivot? Today, we're going to dive into making pivots, making changes within your life and your business and We all know that's been the theme of 2020, right? (laughs) Is adapting to change and shifting plans and changing and just completely revamping. And I think they got it wrong when we were scared of 2000. I think they actually meant 2020, but whole different subject, right? So what happens when you create this master plan for your year or your quarter or your month or your week or even just your day? And then the whole thing has to change and completely shift and go in a completely different direction. How do you keep up with those changes and making sure that you're shifting in the right direction versus creating distraction or potentially losing momentum to get to your goals? How do we keep up with all of that? So there's actually a quote that I really, really love. And it says, pivoting isn't a plan B. It's part of the process. And I love that because pivoting and shifting has to happen and it's going to happen constantly because if those things aren't happening, you're stagnant and not growing, right? So if you are doing the same thing over and over and over, expecting different results, that's literally the definition of insanity. So if you're not pivoting and shifting, then you're stagnant and not growing and you're stuck. So I want to give you some specific cases where I have made some pretty big pivots within my business and kind of how I've kept up with that and some tips for how we keep up with things as they're changing and growing and pivoting and when we have to make those changes, how we kind of stay on track. So my first initial huge pivot was when I went from working for a corporate company, working nine to five to becoming an entrepreneur. So these are two completely different ways of living. There's lots of pivoting and shifting and adapting that has to happen. And essentially, so I'm coming up on five years in business in October. Uh, October of 2015 was when I started my LLC. So I started the LLC as a backup plan, literally had no intentions of like turning it into this crazy business of any sort. And I ended up getting promoted at my job at the same time. So then I actually did nothing with the business for like, I don't know, 10 months or so. So then July of 2016 comes around and I ended up getting let go from my job. You guys can go back to the episode where I talk more about my story, but I ended up getting let go from my job and essentially had like had to do this business. Like I got thrown into this business thing. And at that point I was just making some changes and I didn't want to work 60 hours a week and the commute and like all the things. So really made some huge pivots because I was then starting my own business. And like I said, these are two completely different ways of living, working for someone and working for yourself. So the company clutter control was started and I dived in and actually started taking clients in July of 2016. So then I had to really figure out how to get clients, how to find these people that are going to pay me to keep this business afloat 
all of that. So that was my first huge pivot was going from corporate to the entrepreneur space. So I'm sure many of you that are listening have probably went through a similar situation as you jumped into entrepreneurship. But another big pivot was when I went from organizing houses with Clutter Control LLC to shifting to the online space when I was doing productivity and business coaching. So essentially what happened was I was running clutter control and I had some clients coming in and like I was doing okay, but I didn't know how to get more clients. I had no idea how to market. I didn't know where to find people. So what I did was search for a business coach and then I got retargeted on Facebook. Obviously I didn't know what retargeting was at the time um, because I didn't even know what an opt-in was. But uh, so essentially I hired a business coach and she was like, you can bring your business online. And instead of actually physically being at someone's house and organizing their physical belongings, you can come in and help them organize maybe their digital kind of business stuff or help them with just productivity and getting more done in less time. And I was like, Oh, that's my jam. Let's do that. So that big pivot was super scary because I was going from having this business where people were paying me to organize their house to this online space that I knew nothing about. But because I was thinking longer term and I saw potential with that, um, and thought out the decisions that pivot, I felt like was a pretty easy pivot for me. And then the third big pivot that happened for me was when I moved from that productivity coaching and um, kind of like that first part of my online business to more of the business strategy and operations management, which is what I'm doing now. So I actually completely rebranded from Clutter Control Coaching to Brittany & Co. Consulting. Um, we did a whole brand change. We got a new website, like all the things. But those things were somewhat similar, but in a different capacity that I was working with clients, it, it was a big pivot for who I was working with, how I was helping, that sort of thing. So those were like the three big, big pivots that I went through in my business. And when I went through each of those, every time I pivoted and kind of changed things, you have to kind of step back and look at that from a bigger picture standpoint. And when I was able to move from the um, organizing people's houses to productivity coaching, my whole thing was, oh, I can reach more people than just Columbus, Ohio, right? So I can reach more people across the United States, across the world, because it's online. So my impact is going to be bigger. So that all comes back to my mission, right? Being able to help as many businesses as I can be more efficient so they can be more efficient doing what they do. So having that mission and vision and kind of longer term strategy in place allowed me to say, okay, yes, this is the next logical step. Same thing when, with when I moved from productivity coaching to operations management, I just knew that I could help at a higher level and get to that mission better. So that pivot was easy for me as well. But you do have to do some self-reflection and some stepping back and looking at it from like the 30,000 foot view instead of being in the weeds, because if you're in the weeds constantly, you're not going to be able to see kind of that big picture and how they fit together. So those were the big pivots. Now let's talk about like daily shifts and strategy changes that happen uh, because a lot of us have a grand plan for the day and appointments get shifted. You have to do something that wasn't in the plan. Everything takes longer than it was supposed to. Shift happens daily. <laughs> um, but we want to make sure that we're shifting 
and when we're changing things up, that everything is still in alignment with this bigger picture, right? So we want to make sure that as we're changing up our day and taking on new appointments and adding in projects and taking on tasks and doing all of those things on a daily basis, that it's actually getting you somewhere and it's not just filling in as busy work and filling in the gaps. So I'm going to give you some tips to make sure that when you ship things that you're still getting to those big picture goals and plans. So you always have to continually go back to your mission, your vision, and your why. You're always going to come back to these things to make business decisions. That's why it's so important to have these things like completely solidified and know exactly what your mission, your vision, and your why are, because that's going to help you say yes and no to things. It's going to help you make better business decisions. Um, so what are you doing with this business? Who are you helping? Why are you doing this? What is your vision for this company or business or whatever this looks like? And why are you doing it? Like why, what is your actual core why of what you're doing as far as your business? And you want to think about these things pretty often because they're going to drive a lot of those decisions. I really think that if entrepreneurs just had better filters, we would all be a lot less burnt out and we would hustle a lot less because you would be able to better say yes and no to things, which is going to <laughs> tie into my third point. But um, if everyone had a better filter and just took a few extra minutes or an hour to make sure that this decision fits within the plan, we would all be a lot less burnout and a lot less busy and a lot less overwhelmed. So make sure that you know your mission, your vision, your why, and you always come back to that because anytime anything pivots, I go back to that. And I'm like, okay, here are the 80,000 projects that are laid out on my plate right now, the different tasks, the clients I'm working with. And you look at your vision and your mission and you say, okay, this fits, this fits, this doesn't fit. We're going to phase this out. This doesn't fit. We're going to say no to this. This does fit, but it has to go on the back burner because it doesn't fit right now. So when you know that and you have that mission solidified and the vision solidified, you're going to be able to filter those decisions better as far as projects and things that you're doing that are taking up your time on a daily basis. Are you running your business or is it running you? If you have 27 tabs open, three different browser windows, two digital storage drives, and you feel like you can never find anything or be productive, you need my business management course. My Talk Trello to Me course will allow you to save five hours a week, triple your productivity, and increase your profit in your business. This course was made inside of Trello, a free project management tool, but I provide training on how to move these templates to Asana, ClickUp, Monday.com, and more. So steal my exact system that I use to manage all the moving pieces without letting things slip through the cracks in my online business. You even get a video training for each template to see exactly how we use the system behind the scenes at BCO. Go to TalkTrello2Me.com and click on the Talk Trello to Me button now. Who wouldn't want to spend $97 to gain five hours every single week? So then the second one, second tip, is failing to plan is planning to fail. And I'm pretty sure I've said this quote like 17 times on all the podcasts and all the things, but you have to have a roadmap in place for your life and business. Um, you can take a road trip with no end destination in mind, and it's super awesome, It'd probably be a lot of fun, but it's not the greatest way to build a sustainable business because if you're just kind of winging it, and throwing spaghetti at the wall and things are slipping through the cracks, then you might not, not actually ever get to your goals. 
So make sure that you are creating a high level plan for your year. Again, things shift, but have that high level plan. What are the big top four goals for the year? Because then those things can be broken into quarters, right? And then those can be taken into the month and then your week and then your day. So I already talked about planning your year to plan your day. Talk about reverse engineering all the time. This is exactly the same. You have to make sure that you plan high level for your year so that when, you, when things shift and you have to pivot and change, you know what those big picture items are that you're trying to get to and then you know what things you need to do to get there. So plan your top four goals for the year, which one are you gonna take on each quarter, and then which projects relate to that big, big goal for the quarter. Because breaking it down backwards is gonna help you make sure that you're not taking on too much so that you're actually getting there. And then tip number three is know how to say no and not right now. As business owners, as entrepreneurs, as high achieving visionaries, we have a really big problem with this. We have a hard time saying no. Um, I think women have a really hard time with this too, saying no. We want to make sure everybody's happy and please everybody. Um, everybody has to have better boundaries and filters. Um, with the amount of information we take in, the amount of connections and contacts that we all have, the amount of things going on in our life and our business, we have to stop saying yes to everything and we need to start saying no or not right now because you cannot do everything. And if you try to do everything, you're going to get burned out. You're going to feel like you're spending your wheels constantly and it's not going to be a good situation. So Take some extra time to evaluate the things coming in and make sure it fits your goals. And if the opportunity is the right one, take advantage of it. But if you say yes to too many things, something's going to suffer. You can't fill 15 buckets at the same time. Um, so if you try to fill 15 of them, you're like barely putting water in all of them. And then you have to go back and you barely put water in it. It takes forever for any of those to get full. But if you have two or three buckets and you're pouring into those, they're going to fill up faster and you're going to hit those goals faster. So make sure you take some extra time to evaluate, make sure that you learn how to say not right now and put it on the back burner because you can't take action on every idea. You can't, you can't, we all try to, and then we crash and burn. <laughs> um, and saying no to yourself is honestly the hardest thing. I am I'm better at that now because it's like a skill that you have to practice, but looking at something and taking it on, you have to say no to stuff. And it's hard to say no to yourself when it's just you and you have all these ideas, but you have to start saying no to yourself, you have to have better filters, have to have better boundaries. And that comes with your calendar and your email too, because everybody's coming in all the time with all this information. Hey, check this out. Hey, let's partner. And hey, let's get on this podcast. And I want you to do this. And here's this other project. Here's this. It's never ending. Um, and this actually leads me into my quote that ideas are easy. Implementation is hard. Ideas come all day long. Trust me. I have all the ideas, all the products I want to create, all the courses I want to create, all of the free resources I want to create, the podcast episodes, the guests I want to bring, all the ideas. But when you start to implement those without, so first off, if you start to implement those without a project management tool in place, like 
game over because there's so many moving pieces to every idea and every project. But if you start taking those ideas and trying to implement them all, like you're going to be stagnant on so many of them because there's so many moving pieces. So ideas are easy. Implementation is hard. Just remember that. Make sure you say no to yourself. Make sure you have better boundaries. Make sure that you have a plan and make sure that it all comes back to your mission and your vision and your why. So we all have to change. We all have to pivot. We have to adapt. We have to shift, whatever you want to call it. They're all the same thing. Uh, that's life, especially in 2020, right? Uh, if you're listening to this when it's recording and dropping, we all have to shift and pivot, but we want to make sure that when we are doing that, that we've taken that extra time to make sure that those shifts and pivots are strategic and that they make sense. And we don't want to change our plan and our strategy constantly if it's not fitting those goals, because we're slowing ourselves down and hindering our success. So um, make sure that you have that filter on. Stop saying yes to everything. Know that you are going to have to pivot, but make sure you are just conscious and um, intentional with those decisions and those shifts. So if you want to make sure that you have the correct roadmap in place for your business and that you know what your high-level plans are and your business strategies and how you're going to execute things, check out our four-part framework for working on your business instead of working in your business and help create your roadmap for your business strategy. You can check out the link in our show notes here, but it's b.link forward slash training. It's our free masterclass where we walk you through our road to scalability method and help you create that roadmap for your business so that you know exactly what you should be working on and that you're not just continually spinning your wheels. So go check that out. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you are loving the content, share it with Biz Best so that they can get some value out of that. And if you want to leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify, we would also love that. Um, and if you have any topic suggestions or things that you want us to cover as far as processes and business strategy and efficiency and productivity, shoot us an email at hello at processforprofit.co and we will add that into the mix. So thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.